Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Backpage Breakdown. I'm your host, Antoine Staley. You can always follow me at Antoine Staley on Twitter, uh, X, uh, also on all social media platforms, just strictly Antoine Staley, and also follow my work at the New York Daily News as well, covering the NFL and the Jets. Before we get into the mess that is the Jets, which I, I could probably be here an, an hour talking about that and <laughs> giving my thoughts. Uh, before we get into that, let's talk about Bet Online and uh, what they have going on right now as the holiday season is going on and sports is in full stride. Holiday season is often rolling in, and NFL is in full stride with the NBA, NHL hitting mid-season form. BetOnline is your number one destination for all sports wagering information. With up-to-the-minute sports wagering news, odds, trends, and predictions, BetOnline is the top spot for everything pro and amateur sports, and not just the bit four. BetOnline has everything has information available at your fingertips for both desktop and mobile assets at any time for almost any sport that's played, from MMA to international soccer. Head to BetOnline today, and remember to use our promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, where the game started. So, yeah, if you watched the game Black Friday, wasn't very good, <laughs> to say the least. I mean, I think it's pretty much what we all expected. You know, the Dolphins were heavy for night, nine and a half, ten point favorites, you know, on the road. Uh, I guess the Jets defense, that's, you know, is it, good. But also, you know, I think we kind of saw yesterday, they kind of wore out a little bit, 34-13. Uh, the Jets defense, they were able to pick off two attack of a lower, uh, twice in the first half. They also forced, uh, two, tur- like three turnovers in all, you know, off the Dolphins deep offense. But, you know, the fact of the matter is they just couldn't have converted much to anything. They had a, you know, garbage time touchdown in the fourth quarter. Tim Ball found, you know, Garrett Wilson late. But, you know, after that, you know, the game was pretty much in hand. And then the Dolphins went back and scored, you know, to end the game and make it 34-13. So, yeah, the game was over at that point anyway. Uh, the Dolphins had 20, it was 27-13, and then they added on another touchdown late in the game. So, yeah, it's just another, you know, four straight losses for the Jets. The Dolphins are looking good. They're going to they're gonna win the division, not my opinion. And, you know, right now they are in charge of the number one seed in the AFC. That, that is, that'll change. You know, obviously the Ravens and the Chiefs will have a little bit of something to say about that. You know, the Raiders play the Chiefs on Sunday. You know, that would be a pretty big game as well. Uh, obviously the Ravens, uh, I'm not sure who the Ravens play actually, but, uh, oh, yeah, the Chargers. They play the Chargers on Sunday night. So, yeah, those be, be good games there too as well. That could have an influence on the AFC. But, you know, Dolphins, I think they'll be fine. Play Washington next week. For the Jets, a lot of questions, a lot of questions. And I think it starts out, Tim Bull was the starting quarterback yesterday on Friday. Didn't go particularly very well. I know, you know, Robert Sala said they wouldn't make a culture change, I mean, a quarterback change until they felt like, you know, the quarterback was the source of their problems. The quarterback ain't the source of their, pro- source of their problems. It's way deeper than that. I think their problems lie on the offensive line. You know, you have – uh, four, you know, off, you have four offensive linemen that are backups. Although I think Joe Tippin is, you know, a starter at this point, might as well, especially moving forward. But, you know, Carter Warren got to start at left tackle against the Dolphins. You know, Robert Sala felt like he did it particularly well. But, you know, offensive line as a whole, they gave up seven sacks against the Dolphins. And they gave up six the week before against Buffalo. 
I mean, that's just not going to get a job done there. And, you know, and Tim Boyle, you know, you say whatever you want to about Zach Wilson and replacing him, but, you know, Tim Boyle is a sitting duck back there. He can't move the way Zach Wilson does. Zach is an athlete. He can actually move when pocket when the pocket collapses and, you know, trouble comes about. Tim Boyle, when the pressure comes his way and his face, like he's not going to be able to move. He's going to have to take the sack. So that's what you lose with, you know, putting Tim Boyle back there as opposed to Zach Wilson. Yeah, Tim Boyle apparently will be the quarterback um, against the Falcons. We'll see how long that leash lasts. Trevor Simeon was the you know, backup quarterback against uh, Miami. I assume he'll be the backup quarterback once again against, you know, Atlanta Falcons next week as well. But, you know, the season's getting away for the Jets. I mean, the 4-7, they're not going to make the playoffs anyway. They would essentially have to win out. I think – I don't want to say the locker room is checked out at this point, but the players don't have answers. We're asking these players – this is like a – it's a sad song. It's the same – it's repetitive. It's same questions like, what can you do to get the offense going? And then the players don't know. And then typically what I find is when players don't know – don't have the answers to what's not working, then that's never really a good thing. So, you know, as you know, locker room cleared out pretty quickly. Yes. Uh, on Friday, Tyler Conklin spoke, uh, basically, you know, man, it's been great. Like he's, he'll spoke, he'll speak, but you know, he really doesn't have many answers either. Uh, Garrett Wilson seems like he's, you know, struggling with, you know, just the way that not only the way the office has been constructed, but also, just the fact that they're losing. I mean, we, the Jets came in this season with very high expectations. And, yeah, you say a lot of that had to do with Aaron Rodgers, and it did. I mean, but the fact of the matter is that they're not even competitive in these games right now. I mean, the defense is, you know, talk about the 85 Bears all you want to and everything like that, but they're wearing down. They're, they're completely wearing down. They're, we know they still had a good defense, but they can't stop the run. That's been a problem really since the Giants game when Saquon, you know, went off and – Really, you know, and they lost Al Woods, I believe, in that same game as well. So they lost Al Woods, couldn't stop Saquon. And teams have just been, you know, running the ball on them. And I think you're seeing the effects of that, just, you know, grinding it out, getting those tough yards. And, you know, against the Dolphins, they were on the field for 36 minutes. Against the Bills, they were on the field for 37 minutes. So you do the math, that's over 70 minutes their defense has been on the field in a short, within less than a week. So, of course, they're going to be tired. They're going to be wore down. And I think the defense has done everything that they could do in order to get this thing going. But I think it's malpractice for the Jets for situation because, I mean, perspective. They wouldn't just, you know, after Aaron got hurt, they were like, okay, we can still make the playoffs. We can achieve our goals by having a good defense and, you know, elite defense and special teams. And, you know, for a little bit, they got away with that. But – also, the fact of the matter is, it's kind of like what happened last year. Eventually, that stuff catches up to you. They were seven and four in twenty twenty two, like they were going to make the playoffs, um, despite the situation at quarterback and you know the carousel with Zach Wilson, Joe Flacco, Mike White, and it just didn't happen for a variety of different reasons. Mike, maybe White White got hurt, you know. That was the reason why they didn't make the playoffs. But the fact of the matter is they lost six straight to end of the year. They've lost four straight right now. And this thing is yeah, a couple of weeks ago, I think I asked after the Raiders game, how do you keep this from spiraling out of control? It's it's already spiraled out of control. There are four losses. They are in a, 
I mean, they don't beat the Falcons. I mean, I, I was talking to a certain reporter last night. I won't say who it is, but, you know, he asked, like, he asked us a couple of, like, how many do the Jets win another game this year? And I, I don't have the answer to that. I mean, I think they can beat the Falcons. I mean, I know they're underdogs currently, you know, the betting lines, but, you know, it's neither here or there. But, yeah, I definitely think they can definitely beat the Falcons. Outside of that, I don't know. I mean, I think they could beat Washington. They should beat the Patriots, but I don't know what this team's middle state is going to be in New England going to Foxborough for a meaningless game against the Patriots. A team, by the way, a team they have not beaten since 2015. So, yeah, I don't know if they can. I don't know if they will go up there and, you know, take care of business. They, I mean, I think the Jets are a better team, but I don't, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I really don't know. And then, not to mention, like I said, they can't stop the run at 31st and run rush defense right now. I imagine the Falcons are going to run the ball a lot with B. John Robinson and some of the guys that they have in the backfield and try to take some pressure off whoever the quarterback is going to be. But, yeah, I I don't know. Like They can't beat the Falcons. I definitely don't think they're going to beat the Texans or the Dolphins or who else is on the schedule or the Browns. So that's definitely – Right now, I think that's ten losses at least. But I think they, I think they have a chance to, you know, maybe get the same record that they did last year. But I feel like that's a bit of a disappointment. I feel like, especially if they go four and thirteen. And yeah, I I was the one to ask Robert Sala about his job security. I mean, the man he's fifteen and thirteen as a head coach. Very Robert Sala's a nice guy, great defensive mind. But it's time to have those kind of conversations. They. They failed to set this team up in the best situation when they kept the quarterback situation the same as it was, you know, after Aaron got hurt. And even before that, they thought Zach Wilson would be a good enough backup quarterback. You benched him twice last year. I asked, asked Robert Sala at the Patriots game, what, why are you so loyal to this guy when clearly you don't have confidence in him? Because if you did, you wouldn't have benched him twice last year. And he gave some kind of runaround answer about how – He's improved as a person. And, yeah, I think Zach has matured very well. But clearly you don't have confidence in him because if you did, you wouldn't have bitched him twice and you wouldn't have brought in Aaron. Like, he was your guy. Zach Wilson was the guy for the Jets until he wasn't, until, you know, they kept, like, accountability and all that. And, yes, Zach is, like I say, Zach is in a much better headspace right now. I don't think anybody, you know, questions that, especially after when he got benched, he was very accountable, you know, said that I don't understand why I got benched. But they put themselves in this situation, you know, if you want to talk about Alan Lazar and, you know, I, I don't, you know, I don't know. It was a situation where, where before Aaron Rodgers was traded that they said he gave them a list of players that he wanted. I I believe it. I mean, signing Alan Lazar to that $44 million contract, $22 million guaranteed, you, been, you made him an active yesterday. I mean – you're already like giving up on him. You're not giving. I think it's crazy to give up on players that quickly, especially if you give them that much of a um, contract as far as money. But yeah, I mean, you're already showing. And then Wawasala said after the game, like he's at least going to be here for a year and a half, which I found was interesting because I was like, he has a four year deal. So I could already see them trying to figure out ways to get out of this contract. Uh, Maybe not this year, that's his offseason, but the next one. But this offense doesn't work as well without Aaron Rodgers. And I think we all know that. And even then, 
I mean, Nathaniel Hack, I mean, it was a lot like how I did in Denver last year. I mean, where it was just there's no game adjustment, no in-game adjustments. Teams are keying in on Brees Hall and Harry Wilson. And, you know, the Jets kids can't score regularly. So I yeah, it's tough. It's tough for Jets fans. It's tough to watch as reporters. And I'm sure it's tough for them to, you know, you try to go through all of this as well. But I think it's the, I think it's a fair question to ask about Robert Sala and Joe Douglas and all those guys. Like they completely bottom out. And if they do bring them back, what's the quarterback situation going to look like? I know Aaron's going to come back, but who's behind them? You're not going to have Zach Wilson back. I mean, you could, but I, I, th- I don't think it makes much, much sense to do that. To be honest with you, um, I think they need to draft a quarterback, but they won't because Aaron's not going to want that. He's going to want you know, players that can help him and they're trying to go forward, but their problems lie much bigger than, you know, Aaron Rodgers being out. And you can talk about how Aaron Rodgers wants to come back, but they have a makeshift offensive line. It makes no sense for them him to bring him back. A 40-year-old good quarterback who just came off an Achilles injury with a makeshift offensive line that's getting decimated right now. So I, I don't think – it's not that I don't think Aaron Rodgers can come back. It's just that I don't think it makes – I think it's malpractice. I don't think it makes sense to bring him back in that situation. You want to bring him back in the in the best situation possible, and the best situation possible is to go into the offseason, improve the offensive line, improve the players around him, and then let's see. Let's see what the team may look like, you know. But even then, I'm, unless they do something magical, I'm not putting this as a Super Bowl team. And I know a lot of Jet fans are coming for Devontae Adams, but. Why would Devontae Adams want to – you can say whatever you want to about the Raiders, but and their dysfunction and all that, but the Jets are in a worse situation than what the Jets, oh, the Raiders are right now. At least the Raiders are competitive, especially after the coaching change. At least they're in these games. Are the Jets competitive right now? Are they, will the Jets win another game? I don't know the answer to that. I mean, I think the Raiders may win you know, eight games possibly. I don't know. I don't know if the Jets are going to win five or six at this point. So they got a lot of questions to answer. They're not going to fire Mateo Hackett as long as Aaron is around. They're not going to change play callers. We've asked about that. Robasala is apparently not worried about his job security. Although I think he should be, but they you know that's neither here or there. You know, I think they have a lot of questions to ask, ask, ask themselves an answer. And obviously, six more games of the season. They're not going to make the playoffs. I just think it's a bit mess right now. It's only going to continue to get worse. We already see players are not either now. I think Garrett Wilson was – I mean, Garrett's great. I mean, Garrett's tremendous. But you could already see the frustration, you know, after the game with what he's, you know, dealing with and everything like that. He wants to win. He's used to winning. He came from Ohio State, um, obviously playing Michigan you know, on Saturday and, he, want, he wants to win. He wants to win at a high level, and he's frustrated, not only just because they're not winning, but the offense isn't playing very well. So it, I don't know what more they can do. I, like I say, that offense just not working. with the thing. They, they got to try some kind of creativity. Um, they're, tr- they're literally trying to find every, any, trying anything at this point, and nothing's working. So – yeah, we'll we'll see how the rest of the season goes, but yeah, I think everybody needs. I think everybody needs to put on notice. Like these dead six games are going to be telling about this franchise and about the state of it. Because you know, look at these. 
when you look at the free agents, like the, the people that they picked up free agents wise, uh, the Jets throughout the offseason, not a lot, you know, not a lot of production by any of these guys. So, yeah, it's like I say, it's, it's time to, you know, really put up a shut up right now, you know, for the Jets too. So, you know, we'll be back for a new episode next week, uh, likely on Monday, um, possibly on Tuesday as well. Uh, yeah, obviously they'll play it uh, Sunday next week too, which is a little bit normal with all the you know primetime games that the Jets have had this year. But they could use some Sunday Sunday one o'clock games, especially the way the team is playing right now. I don't I don't know if it, even the fans, it, especially considering the fans wanted a lot of primetime games at the beginning of the year, but they've been blown out in a lot of these games, especially recently. So I don't think many te- I don't think that a lot of the fans want you know, more and more primetime games. So, yeah, we'll be back with more episodes next week. Maybe have a guest as far as the Falcons as well. Yeah, tune in, like, tune in as well. You can always, again, find me at Antoine Staley on Twitter. Also, you know, find my work at the New York Daily News and also check out Backpage Breakdown presented by Bet Online each and every week too. All right, till next week. Thank you.